When it comes to fun, don't do the same old, same old. Go see a Smodco show live. Hollywood Babylon in Hollywood, California on Saturday, January 27th. Hollywood Babylon in Oxnard, California, Sunday, February 25th. CJ Muse in San Diego, California, March 25th. Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman bring Hollywood Babylon to Brea, California, Saturday, April 14th. See Fat Man on Batman in Prince George, British Columbia on Saturday, May 12th. For these and more Smodco shows, go to csmod.com. Hit me! Episode 265. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. Netheads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. At least that's what we hope every time we get behind the mic. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. If you want to take part in the program, you can do... Sorry, my kid has been watching a lot of Daniel (laughs) Tiger, which is a cartoon... It's a cartoon version uh, of basically everything that Will... Or, you know, uh, Fred Rogers had done, Mr. (gasps) Rogers' Neighborhood. So somebody suddenly finally said at PBS said, hey, wait a second, we've got the, uh, the rights to all this IP... We obviously can't have the guy, but what if we, and they make it like a next generation style thing where they, uh, you know, it's, it's the, uh, there's the, the, the son and maybe daughter too of King Wednesday and cause there's a Prince Tuesday now and Miss Kitty got married and has a baby, a little girl and, and there's, and then there's Daniel Tiger, which is a, the part of the Tiger family. And, yeah. and they, uh, you know, he, he basically takes the part of Fred Rogers. He puts on his sneakers. He's got his favorite red hoodie. So, you know, it's, uh, but they, you know, naturally they in order to make the learning lesson into a hook, eventually somebody is singing the idea. So lately I've been doing way more singing than I probably should as a grown adult. I think it's a great idea. In fact, I think that you've reached a new form of professional communication that should be implemented across, uh, multiple, uh, industries uh, to to alleviate the minutia of uh, a TPS report. Hey, very good. I, I'm down with it, man. I'm down. Sorry, I'm experimenting with mic position too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to really stop. Remember, I got to not do this. And uh, if, if you want to yeah, know, well, it's on the video. I mean, you can. You can. Uh, well, I mean, I hear it's good form to still tend to, but you know. Just don't forget the satchel. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, if you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways. One of them is Twitter. Trent, what does that mean? Oh, it means you can be like Ash Williams and use the hashtag NetHeads, and then you can join in the convo. Uh, additionally, Will, we're broadcasting live on the Facebooks. Yeah, we are. I got to say, a um, little bit of housekeeping, but not in that, oh, my God, I can't believe none of this shit works kind of way. 
I, it's very interesting when you look at the um, at the the metrics of things and a lot of uh, podcasting. If you it, when you ever get slight even slightly beyond the hobby level, and by that I just mean to the point of where you're really questioning: Should I be purchasing this? Should I be spending this much money on something? Kind of thing, right? So yeah. uh, that's because that's where you really transcend from hobby into something else, at least. And so it's interesting to look at the metrics, and uh, you know we we. Uh, do the video not really to make a good looking video we do the video just as like an enhanced way to be live because you know there's not always going to be just an audio only stream as well and we like interacting with people live so well i i think the old axiom is you know what why does a dog lick its crotch because it can trent exactly why are we doing we we can do it so why not well and and looking at the metrics of it it's really interesting because uh the YouTube experience, which I would have thought would be higher because it 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 kind of transcends more platforms in my mind. It does. It does. I mean, Xfinity has an app uh, for YouTube, so I can look at the YouTubes on my television, for example. Yep, so so does the Fire Stick Xbox. Like, you, yeah, you can cast it from your phone. Yeah. So uh, the interesting thing I found though is that at, at at least at an interaction and viewing level. Basically, the lifetime numbers of one of our YouTube videos matches the same as what our live broadcast does relatively live, uh, Yeah, at least reaching the same number of people. So I don't know. We may just go Facebook to just simplify things. Uh, and and you know what? Hey, if you want to bring your feedback or your your concepts to that, you can do hashtag netheads. Or if you're feeling brave or I happen to look in the correct direction at the time, you can also give us a call. You can use Skype netheads on air. It's the easiest way and it's the simplest way. So it's really the only one I'm going to use my breath on, Trent. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, if if, if you're not using Skype, then you might be taking a wipe. <laughs> Rhyming Fair schemes. enough. Well, and and actually, Trent, you're on some very interesting parables because I'm not talking about the problem that happened, but it was just interesting, the resolution, because you taught a valuable life lesson that I had never thought of before. We had a problem, and Trent's oh, camera, for some ever. reason, was just zoomed in to maximum capacity. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and so once that was going... Uh, we're like, I was like, why don't you restart? And instead you, you, you found a good axiom, uh, an axiom. uh, What's the, what's the kind of term here? A a good, a a proverb, a good parable, if you will. Yes. Yeah. And and what is that? It's, and it came to me as it was happening. I said, when in doubt, pull out. There you go. It's that simple. So you unplugged the camera, plugged it back in. Everything worked fine. Just fine. Yeah, and of course, two seconds before we're going to start, like the the screen that Skype is on, it's just like not working for any reason. Had to restart yeah. that machine. It's always fun when you throw a live element in. Um, not to mention uh, Trent. Uh, it's so good to have you with us, especially considering, you know, I I'm not f- overly familiar with the experience, but I've been exposed to it lately about the migraine things, and and I hear <laughs> I hear you you had one hit last night. Oh man, hit me hard. Hit me like a brick wall. Uh, yeah, and it was weird because most of my migraines are, are related to my shoulder injuries, um, and so they're always in the back of my head. But last night, dude, I woke up, and the whole like right side of my face and head was just throbbing, which is weird because it's usually my left side and coming up from, from my neck up to the back of my head. It was I've never experienced one on, on the right side of my head. Oh, that's because uh, the ghost monkey was just going at the other ear. 
That's so true. Right? There's one thing I've learned over the years. It's that the ghost monkey likes, he likes to mix it up once in a while. Oh, I didn't even know what that means, and I'm not even going to use that as a show title anyway. No, no. Um, Hey, Trent, uh, it's so weird to say this on the 20th of the month, but uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, Will. How did you spend your New Year's? At home, just quietly, very, very subdued and relaxed. You? Uh, I believe I was finishing up uh, uh, DS9. Oh, now, okay. So for those that uh, are just tuning in for the first time, Trent is one of those people, and I'm much the same way. I'll do the the same thing. Uh, when you're working, you like to put on familiar things that you don't need yes. to pay attention to. Yes. This is how you went through uh, Frasier, and and now yep. apparently uh, you, you've you gone through DS9, and now you're moving on to uh, Voyager? Will, this is this is incredible. So I, I had to, for work, I had to uh, build a, a, a complete new website for the, the not not just like Tweak, but like a, a from scratch brand new website for the whole organization. Took a while to do it, uh, and so I, I thought, you know what, let's just start. Let's let's just start with uh, TNG. You know, I will go through all the TNG, and then and then once that was over, I was like, well, DS Nine, and I'm in. I, I just did the maths quickly right here. I'm in the last. Se- I'm starting the last season. I'm episode two of uh, the last season of Voyager. In 81 days, I've consumed 508 episodes of Star Trek. Okay, so now divide. It's yes, we'll divide do. the number of hours by five, the number of days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So five oh eight, at least divided by eighty one. That means uh, I'm I'm watching uh, uh, six and a half episodes a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that makes perfect. Uh, well, you know that at least that doesn't. You put it that way, and it doesn't, it doesn't, sound, doesn't as bad. sound so bad. <laughs> But you got to remember, you didn't factor out weekends there either. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some pretty heavy duty consumption, man. It is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I would say perhaps I myself have been assimilated. No, yeah, it it would definitely seem so. By the way, also, uh, it would change from the norm. Um, I, uh, I don't know about you. I don't know if anybody else has these same type of hazards in your uh, home office, uh, if you have one, your your studio, your computer desk, where you like to jerk off, whatever it is, I don't care. Um, may, but if you've got one of these things and you have a chair that's on wheels, a roller chair, right? Uh, I have now yes. lost uh, one pair of headphones and one headphone cable to the wheels of my chair because uh, I got to say the 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 windy cord of headphones never made sense to me yet trent's showing me his one go yeah, ahead show him your windy cord yep. too just just Sh- stretching it out like an accordion showing our well that's what i do too it's it creates the <laughs> optical inch that i'm looking for um oh hey show title the optical inch i'm looking optical for inch i'm looking for yeah there you i'll go. take it um anyway i i never understood the logic of it until now that i've eaten one pair of headphones and one wire i'm a firm believer in these so now here i am back to wearing big cans and dude i'm telling you over the ear is the greatest thing in the world my, and i and i agree with you i have a, a big problem with my uh fight stick for like street fighter 5 i'll have it in my lap um and then like i'll scoot back and i've realized oh fuck i just you know luckily i'm just on carpet but, but it's the same problem like it would help if it was a, a wrapped cord uh like like the headphones yeah I, I guess i could and i'm sure this is the kind of problem most 30 somethings have in life right <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. 
No, I got to tell you, man, it's no, I, I I, look, I'm a 40 something. Right. And sure. uh, Somewhere should have been uh, my uh, what is that midlife crisis thing? Uh I think it would to the extent of it was buying a a Volkswagen bug, which really says a lot about me. But um, (laughs) I think that that when it comes down to it, video games in some ways, uh, at least for for my generation and I think yours as well, because it was still a heavy console and arcade era even when you were totally. coming up yep because i sure. would i would imagine that regardless of how far the the piggly wiggly or whatever it was from you was uh, that would probably be a high concentration area to have a few uh, arcade games set up for sure oh, absolutely yeah. right so uh so anyway so i at least think for our generations that that gaming really can kind of transcend that and and more and possibly even for those that are coming up in more of the PS1 and, and the Xbox era. You know, I guess what I'm saying is video games really can transcend age because it's one thing we can all do. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So recently, uh, I don't remember what reason it was, but my uh, oh, I, I remember I hooked it up because we uh, a friend's kids were at our house. So I'm like, well, let me hook up the Xbox. so That'll keep them busy because it's been sitting here gathering dust in my office. And yeah. and so I hooked it up and I kid you not, there's this stupid uh, race game on there. Uh, uh, hydro thunder, something. Hydro or thunder. Other. Oh yeah, yeah. And I have lost just more time than I'd care to admit playing that. But then suddenly I notice while I'm getting the 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 points and the more boats that suddenly I'm chasing. And I apologize for coming out of the cobwebs of, of eras <laughs> ago for the rest of you. But you know, like I I'm I'm I have been going through levels just bound and determined to beat Venator two thousands. Uh, score for example <laughs> yes it's like suddenly i see that the one i'm trying to best is venator 2000 and now moy i am i am way more invested <laughs> than i've ever been and 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 it makes no sense there's i there's no uh animosity or no hatred between uh ralph and i so yeah uh, yeah you know i don't know what i was thinking but uh woo-wee, i just went i just went uh just so much time on on such a basic game uh, with by the way, part of the excuse was that uh, I bought the latest Just Dance version for Emily, and I wanted to make sure that it wouldn't shut off while downloading because I'm so stupid. I don't have the stay on to allow a download happen in the background setting to go on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh huh. So, uh, but th- that game, I can't believe how much time I lost to it. Just trying to like even like look, folks. I'm telling any, and this doesn't matter for any age. If you're up past one a.m. in the morning. And you're trolling through a any type of race games track backwards uh-huh. to work your way back to every secret en- entrance and variance track. Yep. It's yep. time to put the gaming controller down yep. and walk away. Yep. Go to sleep. <laughs> uh, but oh, dude, you you you've you've touched on something that uh the uh, still I and and it it, it does it does transcend generations and it's fun to go back and 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 look at how it was then versus now and it's awesome documentary called man versus snake and this is oh my god is this about the nokia game no okay well okay so the so it's based off of nibbler which was uh the original snake game but in arcades right and a lot of people didn't play it because asteroids was way more fun right um same with pac-man and this is an it is an awesome documentary about uh you know a guy who um 
who as a kid had the official uh man or nibbler high score and then you know where's he at now what's he doing oh well he was working at a uh, machining place that's now a walmart so he's working at the walmart where he used to work as a machinist and uh then all of a sudden he gets this idea like you know what i'm i'm gonna do it i'm gonna beat i'm gonna beat my old score um anyway it it is a really really good documentary uh man versus snake but it's that same idea right of like of, of king of kong remember totally, the king, yeah, king of kong they, documentary hey we got a so we got a, we got yeah. a trent we got a kill screen coming up I, I just wanted you guys to know we got a kill screen coming up sorry it's my favorite part yep. of the kong documentary <laughs> well and, and and that's the other thing too is is Oh yeah. Anyway, and, and and he is in the the documentary, the the guy from Man uh, uh, versus Kong uh, or King of Kong, excuse me. Yeah, um, it's great, but it's that it's that same idea of of like trying to like outdo the other in a friendly kind of way, because like they were all like everyone that's that's in the know of Nibbler like knows each other and were and were friends at one time. So anyway, it's I highly suggest it. It's on uh, it's on. Uh, Netflix, I think, and Don Bluth did the 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 poster for the video for the documentary. Oh, the the creator of uh, Dragon's Lair. Yes. Uh huh. Yep. One of the oh, same. Oh, very nice. Very very nice. Uh, yeah. I'm a uh, man. That's one thing. Uh, that's one game that I really was frustratingly close to finishing in the arcade, but I never did. Was Dragon's Lair Space Ace? I just sucked oh, at no matter what, and I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. 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 And I know that uh, eons after they came out with the Dragon's Lair two, that uh, by then I just was too old to care about. Really. Yeah. Um. And if I remember right, they're working on uh, like I, I've I've gone down that that internet rabbit hole before, where for a couple of years Don Bluth is sorry working... about that. No, you're, you're fine. <laughs> Don Bluth is for for years has been working on a Dragon's Lair animated film, and he's and he's insisting on doing it all in animated cells. Um, and so that's kind of, and I think there's a Kickstarter behind it and a lot of stuff like that. Go down that rabbit hole and, and, and check it out. But it's, it's still a thing. Not to mention the greatest way to kick off, uh, Stranger Things 2. Oh yeah. The way they, they incorporated that. Oh, and there's Trent again. Sorry. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make you not talk and it's not working. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps on talking. He just, well, usually that's your problem dealing with me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um uh I, I yeah i wasn't aware of that documentary but thank you very much for uh recommending that and i can't wait to see it um i i don't know those kind of like even the the silly one about the um the et cartridges dig in uh in arizona or new mexico or wherever it was oh yeah uh-huh. like they the amount of research that they did like comparing photos at the time to skyline photos today to determine exactly where about that area would be and then and then i realized i'm sitting here watching people digging in an old landfill hoping to find plastic and that yeah, too, th that too was probably around 1 a.m. in the morning by the way <laughs> but, and 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 that that is it's crazy because it that is uh anthropological work in action right we are we are digging literally digging up the past to learn more about um you know to 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 uh define whether or not this myth was was true or not um to learn uh, about ourselves so what 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 does this say about uh steven spielberg um and oh that documentary is amazing 
It really it it I think the thing that uh it brought more to light for me, the thing that I liked about it was actually how they realized that this cartridge thing and the pit where everything was was actually a very a very small part of a bigger story here, which was just to kind of talk about the rise and fall of Atari itself. Yes, yes. And how it effectively priced itself out of its own market with uh, over cartridge production and cost. Um, but and, but just hearing some of the history there was uh, was really interesting, especially considering I remember living through it, like when they came out with that certain uh, elemental themed uh, game that was supposed to lead to real world prizes or cash rewards. Yeah. Um, but, but finding out some of the things that we did, like one of the biggest Yars revenge, which is a, a game I remember it losing hours and hours of on my life was actually a take on, on Tempest or something else from the arcades. Yeah. And, and the guy coded it like over a weekend, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like, how yeah. is that? I mean, that's just, that's not fair. And I, well, re- it's, it's funny, yeah, because it, and just looking at size alone, uh, giggity. Uh, hey. I uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's so on my DS uh, XL, I I download a lot of these these old retro games, right? Um, and I recently also uh, just downloaded uh, came out in 2016 for my computer, Ride Two. It's 27 gigs. Uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out is 300 megs. Oh my lord. <laughs> Oh, that is just amazing. It just, it blows me away. But uh, getting back to the... Oh, the, I mean, Trent, uh, but by the way, I remember way, way back in the day where I was all excited because I got to upgrade an Atari ST computer uh-huh. all the way up to a full meg of memory. Whoa, dude. I know, bro. Ded- dedicated one meg. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, One thousand twenty-four well, bytes, and and go and to show the 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 power that Atari had at Kilobytes, one time, right? Yeah. Uh, there are uh, there were a lot of people forget there were three founders for Apple, right? You've got Steve Jobs, uh, Steve Wozniak, and then the guy who put up the original eight hundred dollars, Ronald Wayne. As soon as that he got his eight hundred dollars back, he left and went to Atari. Wow. Yeah, both, both amazing and sad at the same time. Right, totally. Yeah, because like he he had invested in tech in the past and been burned, um, and so he he knew that he uh uh you know he he saw. It. In fact, he's the one that created the original logo, which is Newton sitting underneath, or uh yeah, Isaac Newton sitting underneath an apple tree. Wow, look at dude, you are just like dropping serious science in directions I didn't even think about. <laughs> but uh, again, going back, it just shows like. Atari was the company at the time, right? Um, like that's if you were in tech, that's where you wanted to be was was in Atari. Oh man, yeah, I, I remember dreaming of growing up and and being able to maybe one day be a game tester. I mean, can you imagine, Trent? <laughs> Did you ever have that sad dream too? No, no, I, oh, I didn't. Yeah, I, you didn't want to mix business with pleasure in that much. No, okay. no, oh, fair I, enough. I, 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 yeah, I guess not. I'll allow it. Hey, Trent, I don't know uh, how you feel about this, especially since we are now well over a month since it's happened. But I- I'm wondering if you wanted to do kind of a Last Jedi recap, if we will. Where do we stand yeah. one month later? Now that because I remember yeah. I saw it, I was amazed. 
Uh, I loved it. And what was your your reaction was you it was the best of the prequels, as you put it. Correct. Yes. Because it was this big redefining thing. We already talked about our problems with it and everything else. Right. right? Um, yeah. I, but I think what I'd like to kind of talk more about is kind of this this reaction that we got on the Internet to where it seemed like it was critically praised, but fan panned, if you will. Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't know. I, I think Rotten Tomatoes came back and said that their numbers were accurate on this. Right. OK. So, you know, I, I guess it, it wasn't, you know, there were key elements that people had issues with. But I've gone back and the more that I've seen this movie, the more I appreciate the little steps that it takes to prepare me for the end of each of these things. That happens, you know, there's a this progression that happens as we see the force being capable to do more than we imagined it could. So yeah. they're constantly redefining it for us and getting us to the point we need for the ending. Um, also, the way the the big legacy character uh, face off occurred, you know, that I think caused a lot of ire in the audience. But for me, especially Considering they really are kind of each one of these are vanguard moments where somebody is passing the baton on to somebody else. Mm -hmm. I've been okay with this as well, because, I mean, how else do you want to see your childhood hero go other than nobly while in no way, shape or form having to uh, encounter trauma, if you will? Right. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a great way to put it. And and it, it's great, too, because um I feel it, it did a great point of reiterating that Luke was true to himself right to the very end, right? Like he was, he like he he was not going to 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 go back on the vow of that he had taken to stay out of things and to do no more harm, um, and he did. Like he 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 found the loophole, as it were. Um, no, I, I I the 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 ending of the film is. I have no problem with it all. I, th I think it was masterfully done. Uh, I just looked up the Rotten Tomato meter right now. It is at a 90% for all critics. Uh, top critics, it is at a 96%. And an audio audience score is at a 49%. Oh, so it's dropped because I think originally, like, when this was happening, it was 57 or 56%. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I it, it, look, I understand things are interpretive. And I think with how many questions the previous film and and the characters the previous film set up it it probably created within that that uh universe that cinematic universe if you will i think it 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 probably allowed people too much i don't want to see creative say creative license so much as it gave us too many questions, so we started filling in our own answers or trying to work them out. And and I could see backlash kind of that way too, because this isn't the the Luke and and Ray story that that I may have written in my head or I was expecting to see. And and the same thing for for all these other characters. So I mean I, I don't know. I it's I'm I'm sorry to see that some people didn't get from it what I got from it because uh, I had a great experience. I guess. Is where I'm going. Yeah, absolutely. I I think at the end of the day, it's like it's it's the same thing with the prequels, right? Um, not not in quality, but like it's more Star Wars, right? Uh, anytime we get more Star Wars, it's a good thing. I'm with you, man. I am. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, because in in 1997, uh, if you would have told me that, you know, 
we, not only were we going to get three more, but you know, an infinite amount of Star Wars in the next twenty years, I would have shit down both legs, right? <laughs> like that 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 would be completely like absurd and and uncomprehensible for me. I, wait a minute, I I, I I hate that I'm even bringing this up. I really do, <laughs> but I gotta I, I have to ask, and I'm yeah. sorry, but no, no, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta ask, why is it exactly that 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 it happens in both legs? Why is this relevant? Yeah, well, okay, so that that shows the intensity of the BM, right? Like, there's so much force uh, created by the trauma of the information I've just processed that it is just it's just blowing out. Like we have we have blown an, an O ring, folks. There is no stopping this bulkhead. It is blown out. Uh, try and put a force field around it. It's not going to happen. Even a level ten force field. I've watched way too much Star Trek in two months. Although it closed as a funny bit, I got to say, folks, sometimes you got to question if you really want to ask the question. And also it, it shows that the uh, the 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 state of your bowels, because for it to go down both legs, it's got to be a, a loose bowel movement. You know what I mean? Rather than just kind of being forced down just, one yeah. channel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Much, much in the same way legs. that like a natural um, like bobsled track make could be created. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, just, there's, is, there's just let's just stop. There's no way to more pull of out of this hole, one. Hose. This yeah. is this is literally us. We can't pull up on the stick, and we're just crashing well, right into the surface. When in doubt, pull out. Pull out. I got you, man. All right. Never mind. That is the show title. When in doubt, pull out. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, by the way, I think uh, during the Nogathon, I may have gushed, or, or sometime in the past, I may have gushed over what we got to see out of the uh, Ready Player One trailer oh, that yeah, we were yeah, shown yeah. and i think there was a second trailer that's come out now even though i haven't seen it but uh i i really think this may be one of the movies i'm looking forward to most this excuse me this year really yeah just because it it it, it seems to well i mean naturally but it's just dripping with what i'm hoping is spielberg magic again if you will yeah you know sure. something we really haven't seen since uh i don't know when's the last time we saw it. Is it something that we got other than have we not really seen it since E.T.? Because Minority Report was just creepy. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I can see where he was going for it in uh, Crystal Skull, but failed miserably. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it had all the right elements of a Spielberg film. Can't polish but, a turd, Trent. But it, exactly. But at the same time, it's like, Jesus Christ. What were you thinking? He had all the elements to be a great Spielberg flick, but just failed. Okay, so then I guess we could probably say with the Last Crusade, because I know I didn't see it with AI. I know I didn't see no, that. No, God, I, I loathe that movie. That movie... It's, wait, it was two VHS long. Yeah, it was uh, It was also kind of uh, what I would also call Bicentennial Man long, if you know yes. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was an interesting story that uh, that uh, okay, I'm just not uh, not sure it was worth the journey, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm 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 pulling up his. Uh, you know what? And and I, granted, I didn't see the BFG, which I should, because because I love uh, Roland Dow. Uh, I I he did Lincoln, but that's it's a different feel. Yeah. Um. Uh. I didn't see Adventures of Tintin, which I should, because I love the character. Yeah, yeah and it's then, hard. To, so, it's hard to really consider that as a thing, though. Yeah, so so 
this is this is this is interesting to me. Like his, um, you know, granted, because he's producing a you know a million different things, an executive producing vanity uh, credit, a million different things. But like, so if if you look at what he's done, we've got you know two thousand one AI, uh, two thousand two Catch Me If You Can. That that had a great Spielberg feel to it. I think, right. I I love that movie. I thought it was great. Uh, it might just be the Tom Hanks factor because I can't dislike anything with Tom Hanks. I mean, it was nice when you get to hear Tom Hanks mentioning the Flash because he puts it together that you know he's using all these pseudonyms of the Flash, you know, the Barry yeah. Allen and all that jazz. But uh, I mean, that's that's a, that, that's a Saturday matinee kind of yeah. And uh, that or, said. That said, the terminal with Tom Hanks was not that great. Oh, that was a, yeah. I, I think I'm going to go with Last Crusade as kind of the last yeah. bit of uh, Spielberg magic in cinema for me, anyway. Um, I mean, he did he did the Lost World of Jurassic Park, and he, well, and he did he did Jurassic Park. Okay, uh, Jurassic Park that that's a Spielberg feeling. I, I to think flick. I think I've treaded into waters I have no qualification treading in. Is what I think. Okay, Trent. sure, sure, sure. I I accept that, but I'm just saying, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, in the past decade and a half, there hasn't been anything from him that I've just been like, oh my god, I've, this is the this is the film to see. This is the the blockbuster of the summer. So this is probably the the closest thing he's had since. You know, that said, the hype around Crystal Skull was insane. It was, and, and you, it was just nuts. Yeah. And interestingly enough, though, I don't think I saw it in the movie theater. See, I saw it opening night. That's and, and I would have I would expect that I would have, too. But because, I mean, I saw and I, I'm not kidding in excess of 23 viewings of Raiders of the Lost Ark in, in the movie theater. Yeah. I mean, um, and, and, and even sadder, we're talking about being dropped off for the first showing and then skimming one or two showings after that as well. Like, uh, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom for a lengthy account amount of time, then I'll just go straight back into the theater, and yeah. I will not interact with the concession stand, and yep. worse comes to worse, I call mom and she'll come and get me. You know, yeah. kind of no harm, no foul. And uh, yeah, so I would have expected I would have been out there. I don't know why I wasn't, though. What year yeah. was that? Uh, That was 80... No, Crystal Skull eighty no oh no no sorry uh, Crystal Skull was uh, two thousand six to seven two thousand seven okay yeah. well that explains it I had a very small child at the time that's yeah. why I did yeah. not see it in the theater yeah that makes more sense okay I feel better now <laughs> by the way I, I hate to reference something that's so video specific but what's the uh, what's the dolomite box behind you oh yeah this is the the uh, the complete uh box set of dolomite uh borrowed to me from uh uh tom sherlock and i have yet to watch any of it yet uh he brought he made a dolomite uh reference the of uh was quite a while ago and i had no idea what he was talking about and he was like oh shit you're in for a treat no that's nice and you know that is that is one of those things that's that's nice it was kind of like uh at least when you're talking about, and I hate to, to reference this again in the same show, but yeah. um, it's kind of like hearing uh, somebody hadn't seen Last Jedi yet and you were excited for them being able to experience it for the first time or anything else, uh, any other movie or bit of magic like that. It's like, oh, yeah. boy, you're in for a treat because you uh, I mean, there's one thing 
that none of us want to do, which is lose our memory. But wouldn't it be great to experience something again for the first time? Oh, yes. You know, would you in getting into those multi-leveled uh, universe questions, you know, would it, would you experience it the same way or or how different would it be now at this age? Like if I were to yeah. see Poltergeist, the original oh, today, my God. how would I react? Well, I'll tell you what, as a child, it, it fucked me up pretty good. I watched that one at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and it scared the crap Ugh. out of me. That ought yeah. to tell you something. It it made, it made me afraid of static on my television for the rest of my life. It wasn't until he was rolling the TV out of the ho- motel room at the end that I realized I had been watching it for the last half hour like this. <laughs> with my hand just on my chest underneath what was not a double chin at the time. Oh, but, my God. Oh, so, but what would that experience be like today, especially with all of the other informed things I have in my life now? Why am I pondering the unponderable or the biggest waste of time? I have no idea. Trent, it's a new year. What's going on in your world, man? Oh, well, shit, dude. I mean, obviously, so, you, you've been watching, as you said, you've been watching, you've gotten all the way into Voyager now. Yes. Yeah. All the way into Voyager. Uh uh, along with that, I, I did uh, do a whole new website for for work. I'm in the process of moving servers uh, for my own personal uh, work, like websites, um, plural, um, because the original server that I built it on was only capable of like 5.6 PHP, and I need uh, 7.1 for a lot of the scripts I'm using now. The problem is that it's just been a huge shit show and it's been very frustrating and uh, there is so much goddamn data involved uh that uh, yeah it's it's been a and it's 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 not like number one priority because it doesn't pay the bills uh so it's been you know multiple downloads multiple restores uh it's to the point now where i'll I'll only do it at the unit work on it at the university because the up and upload and download speeds are so much faster uh (laughs) That it's not even worth trying to do at a home connection because it's just it's too massive. It's too big. It's it's bizarre because now I'm at a point where I finally understand how like an SQL database works. And it it just blows my mind that that I've ever been able to <laughs> run a website on it in the past, knowing nothing about it. <laughs> well, but that's the that's the whole point of certain uh, packages, you know. Like if you're using, as you mentioned, an Apache or PHP server. If you're using yeah. uh, WordPress, which is a very popular um, totally uh, content management system that's based on PHP and utilizes MySQL. SQL, my SQL, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And, and but they may do it in such a way that where they've already worked out, you know, a design you can choose, but they've also worked out uh getting it functional with a database. So it's very transparent for you with most right. uh, hosting places, but you do run into issues. Uh and it can be a major pain, especially when it's like, oh, suddenly my scripts aren't working or, you know, heaven forbid it was back in the day and you were using an ASP or ASPX site and then you had to transition over to, you know, MySQL and you've got to do a bunch of data integration. I completely understand where you're coming from. Uh, or it may have been running well in one place, but now that you're you've upgraded to the latest and greatest version of the OS, there are other packages that now yep. aren't automatically going to run, or you've got exactly. to install old versions of. Dude, I feel for you. There is no greater um, 
digital moving pain than I think getting something that was working one place to someplace else on the internet where it's working as well. Yep. Uh, and by the way, too, uh, sometimes uh, things aren't as on the nose as you realize, too. Like, for example, uh, I've been like recently approached on a few separate instances to kind of do some consulting work on some podcasts, right? And uh-huh. so I'm like, well, I should really set up a separate identity for this. I kid you not, Trent. For some reason, I defaulted to the domain I got for an LLC. Uh-huh. And mind you, these are instances where people would be referring to me in the reference of podcasting, right? Sure. Dude, since uh, sometime in the 2000s, like early, like 2000 to 2002, I've owned a domain called Hotcasts. Yep. Uh, yes. Hmm. Okay. So for your uh, consulting business, which would you prefer to use? Would you prefer to use the uh, mm, oh, Hotcasts? Wow, that sounds a lot like podcasts. That's a good one. Uh, uh-huh. Or you could use uh, Innovocron. What the... By the way, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, I see. You're you're trying to conv- you're trying to say innovation time. Oh, that's boy. You think you're clever, don't you? Um, yeah, I really recommend the podcast hotcast one, but you know, you go with what you want. <laughs> Basically, that was my brain. Uh, yeah, so that's <laughs> that one dawned on me after I already sent out some community. Yeah, you can talk to me through here now. Really? Well, I probably would have been better for the. Uh, basically, it's like being a, a a part of Amazon, but for some reason, calling yourself a tall jungle woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> You've got to. You, you're expecting the the user to make the connection. Exactly. It's and then just. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm, sometimes i think i'm the smartest idiot you know my friend oh that's awesome or as yeah, a co-worker once great. told me you don't learn to be an idiot you don't whoa yeah. that's man i'm gonna reflect that's i'm gonna reflect and maybe that'll be my new mantra when i'm when i'm meditating Para pendejo no se estudia. <laughs> exactamente there you go you don't learn to be an idiot um no <laughs> By the way, oh my gosh, I know I have probably said it once before, but I've got to say it again, Trent. Um, if you gave up on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. anytime in the first two seasons, uh-huh. one, uh, you missed out uh, when things picked up. This is the most in freaking sane season of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so far. And it I have is a co-worker just, that's been going off about it. It is so consistently good and mind-blowing now. It is just ridiculous, and it's getting all kinds of timey-wimey, and it's just like, wow. I Literally, that's where I'm at, and I wouldn't have expected this. Um, well, let me put it this way. It's definitely outperforming where it, it, it has been put, because they've put it on Friday nights. Oh, Friday yeah, the, nights. The, the death of all prime television. Exactly. That's where that's where Fox put Dollhouse. That's not cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and but it is just I, I've just been blown away with the show quality. And it's just I, I don't know. I, I it, it, oh, wow. I mean, it's a bummer. Like the whole Inhumans project, I think, even happened because it may have tainted the perspective of the ABC <sighs> studios. Yeah, I know approach. But uh, anyway, I just got to I just got to mention that uh, all the way. Also, I got to mention, too. Uh, that in the holiday break, if I didn't mention this on the last show, uh, but um, not Benicio del Toro. That's the guy from Star Wars. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro is 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 it him? Guillermo del Toro's yeah. uh, 
his animated series Troll Hunters is back on Netflix for a second season, which is interesting, um, not only just from a story standpoint, because uh, the first season was practically two seasons long, but uh, it's also uh, the the vocal talents. It's one of the last performances of Alton and Alton Yeltsin. No, Anton Yeltsin. Yes. Uh, the guy that played uh Chekhov on yes. in the Star Trek reboots. In in yeah, in the Abrams versus Star Trek. Yeah, and um and uh, they had recorded so much that they have still been able to use portions of his performances shut up, shut up. to continue the the series and the dialogue. So there are still yeah. parts of his performance in there. You know, I don't know if you're an Anton Yeltsin completist, you may want to watch it, but it's also an, just an interesting story arc overall. I really I it's something I just literally I it's something I put on because I needed something animated that I might be able to watch that my daughter would watch too. Yeah. And the toddler stopped watching and I just kept going. <laughs> Which which well, always dude, makes I, you feel like a, an adult. I am I am a huge Del Toro fanboy, and this has been in my queue for a while. Um, and and frustrating for me, uh, you know, this is we're 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 creeping up on Oscar season. Uh, the Shape of Water has yet to uh, be played anywhere in Logan, Utah. <laughs> oh yeah, his his movie about a uh, about basically a, a creature from the back, Black from, Lagoon. Yes! Which is my favorite of all the Mar- uh, Universal monster movies is 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 the creature. So uh, it's been killing me. I, I I've got to see this film, um, and and I feel like it's got a a, a good Pan's Labyrinth feel to it. Uh, and plus everything everything he does, I'm happy with. Even Spy Kids. Wow, that's uh, well, no, Spy Kids was oh, Robert no, no, Rodriguez. Yeah, that, that was Rodriguez. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's racist, Trent. Well, th- th- they're in the same vein. Hey, speaking of the sp- same vein. Um, do we want to address the fact that we're we're uh, we're 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 broadcasting in a country that at least the last time I checked had no uh, functioning government, <laughs> except except for the military. Uh, bitter bickering muddies the path to ending the government. Sh- okay, so I'm guessing still in effect. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. Ha- this hasn't <laughs> happened for a while. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, look, I'm, I'm not going to get into the politics of it because, like, I could. There are, first of all, I could, I could just approach it from the, uh, from the petty. It's like, well, did the Democrats do this to uh, stop uh, the president from going to his uh, one year anniversary gala at Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. Was it that petty of a reason? Um, is it actually something that Schumer and uh, McConnell have actually worked out in chambers, if you will, behind closed mm-hmm. doors, that they're going to orchestrate this in an attempt to wrangle the president? Is yeah. it just a straight-up Democratic FU to the Republicans so that way they would be able to say that for the first time uh, in modern history, a, a a party that's in control of all branches of the government has uh had the government shut down under it i mean there's a lot of uh obviously there's a lot of games going on here uh behind the scenes so i'm not surprised it happens i don't think we as uh as the commoners if you will will ever know the real intentions behind it uh and i don't know how long this uh pissing match will go on if you will uh, but it's, uh, it's, 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 we're, it's strange times, I guess is the best way to put it. And yeah. I don't know what's your, what's your take? What are you, uh, what are you experiencing from these events? Uh, honestly, I, dude, I've kind of unplugged, uh, f- from, uh, like all, uh, uh, 
news for a little while. I've I've been in my Star Trek bubble, um, and it's felt really good. A uh, little weird though when I'm uh, having dreams about it, and then I'm and then like like almost at like a lucid point in the dream when I realize like wait a second I'm having these are conflicting episodes. <laughs> this like, is just wait a minute wait a minute this is. This is this is this is contradicting continuity here. This is uh, no, I'm dead serious. This happened. I must be having a dream because these two things can't be occurring at once. Yes, no, I I, I can't give you the specifics. All I can remember is having this. Like, Scott Bakula cannot be talking to Seven hey, of Nine. I've, I have not got to Enterprise yet. Okay. Uh, and I I haven't watched any of Enterprise ever, so there oh. will be no no nostalgia involved. Speaking of uh, of Star Trek, my friend, let's quickly get away from the politics. Practically, we yeah. have skid marks. Star <laughs> Trek Discovery happening. Yeah, on, tell me about this. Which I, uh, I which I got to say, I started. It started off rocky for me. And those of you that don't know, this is the uh, the direct uh, deliver uh, streaming service, CBS All Access, offering up this new supposedly original universe Star Trek series. But you know, there are certain things you always have to uh, suspend disbelief on because a- as technology has improved, things are just naturally going to look better. Uh, even though this is supposed to be set prior to the adventures of Kirk and Spock and the like, right? Yes. Yeah. So this is, this is like right on the heels of, uh, uh, enterprise a. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And so, um, it's, it's, it's been interesting in the, uh, the stories they've been telling, even though it still kind of feels like in itself, uh, another reboot, even though it's supposed to not be, but it's uh, the story they've been telling has been interesting. And there are also elements within the first uh, run of the series before the, the break that, that had some pretty on the nose moments, but you only realize it when you see them later. Cause you know, like one of the things in the storyline is they've got this new experimental drive, which is obviously very tricky to work with because it involves this, uh, this mycelium network, which is like this core multiphasic network that like all fungus and, and other things tap into. I don't want to say it's the force. It confuses me. I don't know. Science fiction, Trent. Okay, sure. Uh, but the whole, a wizard did it. Well, Which, by the way, that's one of the things I forgot to say when people are pissed off about uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi because Leia saves herself. And every time, like even when it was happening, I'm like, oh, are you? And then and just instantly I heard Trent in my head saying, well, it's a space wizard. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh-huh. right? It's it's like how can yep. you how could you pedant anything? Because yep. space wizards, Cause space wizardry. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Oh, you floored me with that, but it really helped make my enjoyment level of things much higher. So anyway, <laughs> like there was one little moment that happens where it basically one of the crew members after they figure out how to actually use this uh, drive in the most effective fashion naturally somebody has to screw with themselves so they have to be a part of it and that guy starts experiencing things on different levels and there's one moment where he's he's just looking in the mirror and then he walks away and then he's still in the mirror and then he walks away all right okay second part of the season through some mishap in their drive or whatever they wind up in the mirror mirror universe from like uh, from the original series and and even Star Trek Enterprise has a connection to the mirror mirror universe. Then for those of that don't know what we're talking about, there's a universe. Everybody's evil. Uh, Terrans are 
are trying to be a driving force and and it's a it's a cutthroat nation where evil prevails and and you get uh you get promoted by killing your superior and taking their place yada 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 it it is just it's good writing when they put things like on right in front of you and then you don't even realize until a few episodes later oh that's what that was cuz now suddenly they're in the mirror mirror universe. So that sure. okay. they, were, they were putting it out there. Another interesting thing on the show was revealed because there was some internet hubbub about uh, two different characters that happened. This show has just come back insanely strong. And I, yeah. and, and so if you if you haven't had a chance to check it out, like I think even if you go to netheadsonair.com, there's an affiliate link you can use. If you click that to sign up, I think you get a 10 day free trial Like you could just plow through that in a heartbeat because all of it is available. Check it out and then cancel. You're you're cool. Don't worry about it. Um, And and, and there's integration through Amazon Prime. You can get an ad supported subscription for five ninety nine a month to the CBS All Access, or you can do uh, ad free for ten dollars a month uh, through through your Amazon Prime account. Yep. Yeah. And and you know eventually they're going to realize that they're all going to have to do more of a Netflix model under somebody else's umbrella because eventually there's going to be too much market saturation. Y'all going to be five ninety nine in me a month to death. Yep. And this, this is a big, you know, we, we don't have this problem with ABC and NBC because they are part owners of Hulu. And so they haven't a built in uh, infrastructure for the dissemination of their product. Whereas CBS opted out of the, of the market share of, of Hulu decided to do things on their own. And they're kind of having a hard time getting people to jump on board. Well, obviously they're spending millions of dollars to produce a Star Trek show. Cause they figure that's a way to get nerds to pay money. <laughs> yep. I'm not stupid, but I'll take what entertainment I can get, you know? Yep, absolutely. Oh, by the way, too, I also feel bad that I was behind the times on this one, and I'm surprised you haven't brought it up more, but you've been unplugged. I think it premiered a little before Christmas on, on Seafy with Happy, which is Chris <gasps> Maloney. Oh, God. And uh, it's voiced by, uh, 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 why am I, Patton Oswalt is the yes. imaginary character, and apparently this is actually off an indie comic or a yeah. uh, edge yeah. comic or something. Yeah, this this is it was a uh, uh, it's it's from uh, Grant Morrison. Oh my gosh! Yeah, now I and feel even badder for not having it. Batter. Is messed up, dude. If you've ever read the 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 series, it is messed up, and it's so good. I got it. it I so got, good, Trent. I'm going to tell you, I don't think the TV version is going to disappoint. Then, okay, good, good, because I haven't I haven't watched any of it yet, but the the comic series is brilliant. I got to say, the show has been pretty much the same way, and Chris Maloney's performance has just been killing me. Good. Yeah. Uh, but, and then, yeah. But I'm not surprised. Based on his work in, uh, in like, uh, Red Hot American Summer, uh, all those uh, variations, as well as what we saw from, um, what else was he outrageous in? The Harold and Kumar movies he yeah. played. Mm-hmm. Always played some messed up. He was the clan leader in the second one. He was... Uh, the the freak show looking uh, car repair guy who was deeply religious. Um, it, it, it's, it, and mind you, this is a guy that for years was on our television in 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 one of the most horrific uh, uh, crime procedurals, which was uh, the special victims unit. Hom- no, what is it? Oh, uh, yeah. SVU. Yeah. Uh, Law and Order SVU, yeah. Thank you. And because really as a concept, it's just horrific because it's, uh, heinous and sexually oriented crimes. 
weekly, weekly basis. So it's all very serious content from him. Yeah. And and then you just see this side of him and you're like, I really like this guy more. <laughs> A lot more. <laughs> right. And the thing I love about this this lead character, Nick Sachs, is that he yep. is just he is just uh, he's completely reprehensible from the start, but doesn't hide from it at all. Well, I mean, when you're a hitman, that's it, there's there's not a whole lot of redeeming factors. Oh, but he's like especially <laughs> callous and yeah, and yeah, just, yeah, yeah, and very callow and just it. But it, but I gotta say, the show itself has just been a, a fun, brilliant ride. So good. Uh, having not good. seen that, the comic, I happy. I hope that means it would reflect well. And and it's it's I think it's only two away from the end. I'm sorry we're talking so much about television, but speaking about being two away from the end, Trent. The Good Place, O-M-F-G. And I haven't caught up on it yet. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude. Uh, this, I don't... It, it, there was an interesting article with the, uh, from the, an interview with the girl that plays Tahani. Um, okay. And one of the things they mentioned was that the big reveal for the end of season one was identified by one guy on Reddit, and they constantly watched the reaction to that to see. So they've been, she like trolls, really? she breezes through some of the like main sites people would speculate, and they're saying nobody has an idea. Nobody's come up with what season three no is No one's yet. caught on to it yet. But I'm not surprised because this show now, look, I'm, when you finally catch up to where we are, yeah. like, like we are, we're well beyond abandoning our elevator pitch for the show. We okay. are, we are completely undefined, redefined, undefined and redefined again. Okay. I, if, if, if seriously, if you, I hope if you listen to our show, you are watching The Good Place. I, I'm, and I'm so shocked and amazed that it has got a season three pickup already. Yeah. But so yeah. thrilled about that too. Yeah. Well, and it's it's so weird because it's 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 concept that normally you wouldn't think could live on NBC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely. It's doing, it's, it's doing great. Like though. like how like how Constantine just didn't connect on that <sighs> network. Yes, exactly. And in other uh, funny shows that they've had that just don't seem to hit, um, I don't know. It, it it's it's the only thing that I care about watching on Thursday night. It it does exactly what it's supposed to, which is gets me to the network, right? Uh, uh, for NBC, exactly. Yeah, it it gets me there, man. Yeah, it gets me to where I need to be. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything. If there's anything else on NBC that I'm watching, I don't think there is. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, nope. most 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 everything Saturday for me Alive. right now. Oh, oh yeah, Saturday Night yeah, Live. yep, SNL. Yeah, I guess that's that's the other one. Yeah, which by the uh, way, they've actually all... they've actually tricked me into doing exactly what they want, which is watching live because now we get you know it airs at the same time in all time zones, and I don't mean like oh, oh well, 11, does 30, it? It it streamed live. Oh, so you get to watch the actual live version of it. Exactly. Which by interesting. The, which by the way, there were like two f bombs i think on the last one accidentally but, but oh really but because it's not safe harbor on the west coast there's still right. a slight delay so they can catch and drop so out catch it yeah but uh but that's done the trick for getting me to watch that i don't remember what else i wanted to talk about i don't know how we got stuck in tv but uh it's, man it's a, great I, place to, it's a great place to be it really is like right now there are just there's a plethora of good shows and i feel like we got a lot of good movies to look forward to because mm -hmm. uh we got well, with all the nerdy movies, I mean, I don't even need to list them. Black got Panther's so coming out in like three weeks. Yeah, I know, man. Are you ready to go to Wakanda? Yeah, I, I, 
I'm worried this I'm is, not cool. Dude, uh, look, is, I'm worried I'm not cool enough to see Black Panther. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I know this is this is pedantic. Why not cast Africans in the role of Africans? Uh, they don't have representation. <laughs> I don't know. It's, Do you know it's, what it's, it's like to get a talent agent in Hollywood, Trent? <laughs> I just we we've 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 now got two Johnny Storms playing different characters in the Marvel universe. Um, uh, with uh Michael Jordan and uh, uh Chris Evans, B. Jordan. Don't forget yes, the B. Yes, yes. I just and and, it, and it's kind of that same thing with like uh you know having Tilda Swinton play uh the the ancient one in in Doctor Strange. Like, I mean, we can. I don't know that. And granted, I'm sure I'm going to go into it. I'm going to be blown away and love it and everything. But just just like, I mean. Come on, guys! You you've got to have a little bit of like casting depth below the surface, please. And I'm just so shallow. I don't even think about that at all. <laughs> just not even. I don't give. I'm just like, oh look, it's Black Panther. Damn, that movie looks good. I don't. Oh, the ancient one is Tilda Swinton. Why not? On Sweet. The, on, on the you know, hey, on the Venture Brothers, it's been. The three-headed dog amazed at licking his nuts while talking at the same time. I'm okay with this. You know? I, yeah. Yeah. I'll just take... Oh, by the way, I, forget, I don't know if I mentioned that for Christmas. I still haven't watched them yet, but I can't wait to hear the uh, the cast commentary or the writer's commentary. I got the Blu-rays of uh, of Rick and Morty. So. Oh, yes. Yes. Commentary on the Rick and Morty seasons is the greatest thing on earth. Yeah, I cannot wait to to get the time to do that. Like, literally... I don't know. I am. Uh, you've been so you've been unplugged. So I, I can relate because like I'm even I'm having to catch up on on everything. Like I'm literally yeah. listening to podcasts that were released last month. I just didn't, yeah. Ooh, it's I don't know where the time goes or where it's gone. It's been nuts. Yeah. Obviously for you, it's been website coding and I and it's, I can yep, appreciate that's all, that. That's all it's been. OK, let me let me uh, let me close out with this interesting thing, Trent, because I've been looking at the uh, at the home office here. I took some actual measurements yeah. and and based on the fact that I got bookshelves and opposing uh, corners, there's a closet over here. Effectively, I have what is a 10 foot by 10 foot space to work with. Right. OK. And the only problem is that I've got like a seven and a half by four and a half foot desk <laughs> that's occupying yes. the same space. Right. Okay. So, so I've been looking at options for desks, and then that led me to wondering about all this hype about the standing desks, right? Because you know, sitting is the new cancer, or uh, yep, it's the new smoking. Yeah, whatever. It's it's it sucks. Okay, at least that's what they're saying. And that led me to to seeing in the science section uh, um, recently in the news. I found this really interesting. Uh, scientists are basically uh, through an experiment. They're speculating that we as humans have an internal scale as well. So meaning specifically the effect that gravity has on the body, right? Okay. So when we're uh, resting, we're changing the effect and pull of gravity. It's not on everything. We're offsetting it. It's not as strong, which is right. kind of what's leading us to, to get uh, plumper and unhealthier. The yeah. Re the way they did this. So I'm going to say, do you, do you buy into this? Naturally, they used mice because that's what they do. Sure, because because we don't feel bad about 
using mice for things. No, you feed them to snakes. Why? Well, you know, yeah. hey, it's a, you yeah. know, what do you, what do you care? It's a, it's a mouse, right. Trent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Never mind that I can't make a mouse and it's one of God's creatures, but okay, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Whatevs. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, what they did is they took capsules, and and I, I'm going to get some of the details wrong, so just work with me here. Okay. Uh, but it, they had two test groups. One test group only had the capsule, so it it practically represents no difference in the animal's weight. In the second one, they put roughly 10% of the animal's weight into the pellet. So that way, all that's happening is the mice are going about their same business. I mean, aside from now having some kind of pill inside of their skin, um, yeah. boy, I bet that's comfortable. Uh, yeah. but, but I'm sure they're still doing the same mice things. They're running around sleeping. Do, they're on the wheel. They're doing all kinds yeah. of stuff, wishing they weren't in where they are, whatever. I don't know what a mouse does. Uh, yeah. But the idea here is that they continued to weigh both test groups, and what they found is that the mice – that changed no activity but had the the pills in them that had a higher weight, their bodies naturally compensated and offset for that in regular activity. So it eventually balanced itself out and lost the extra 10% weight because the, mice's, the, the mice have naturally the same amount of gravity on them at all times because they're on all fours. They're very balanced. Right. Uh, so the idea is if we were standing more, in theory, it could actually help you lose weight as well because it gives you yeah, it makes sense. It gives your body the ability to have spend more time naturally getting uh, pulled down. Which I'm I you know I'm starting to buy into this. St- I know I'm older and I'm, I'm supposed to have a smaller uh, um, or a slower metabolism, but <laughs> um, I mean seriously, I should not be able to fluctuate within ten pounds of weight in a week. You know what I mean? But I mean, weirdly, I. I can very easily. It's I, well, I don't know. Maybe it's when you're at the higher levels, you can get that kind of maximum. <laughs> well, because I mean, think you're about at the it. End of the accordion, so the stretch is a lot less than when you're in the center. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you watch the back when the Biggest Loser was on. They always had those amazing drops in the first week because they're losing like eighty percent water. You know what yeah, I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, the body's yeah, yeah. freaking out because it's not. Anyway, I found that interesting, and it almost makes me consider if I'm going to get a new desk in here, maybe getting one of those standing ones. Uh, but then I'd, I'd have to reevaluate my chair because this thing's already a bitch to move out of the way. What? No, no, no. Uh, so so it, it, the, the, the new location that I'm working at, we have uh, everyone has uh, it's it's a mechanical ch- uh, desk. That has different settings down here on 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 the right hand side with an up and a down button, so it, it can be sitting or standing, and you can adjust it so it just raises to for when when you want to stand and you stand and, and and you can work whatever, and then when you want to go back down, you hit your setting for your sitting position too, and then sit back down and it lowers down for you. Do you know what would eventually happen with me? Because I already know this. I mean, I, I just finally. Get, you're just going to leave it sitting the whole time? No, no, no. Even worse. Oh. Even worse. I'm going to have it at the standing set. So this is where it's healthy and this is where it's good. Next thing you know, I'm bringing in a drafting table chair so that or a bar stool. <laughs> so you feel like well, I, well, I'm still leaving it up. Yeah, I'm up still. I mean, it's it's in the healthy setting. This is just for when I'm tired of standing. <laughs> Which apparently is eight and a half hours every day. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that, so do you utilize that functionality at work? Uh, I haven't yet. <laughs> Understood. Well, hey, you know, it's a new role, man. It's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Mate, here's what I'll do this this coming week. 
I'm going to try it out. I'm going to stand. First, I got to make sure that my, my cables don't get ripped out of the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's, uh, but, that's one good thing. But uh, I'll, I'll give it a whirl and, and I'll report back. You know, speaking of reporting back, one thing I would love to listen uh, to would be feedback from other people about what they do for like if you got a lot of cables, uh, I have more than most because I'm trying yeah. to run one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different sound sources going out to three different destinations and all the hibbity jibbity that's going along with every one of those things. Um, but I'm wondering what people do if they, even if you do have more cables than normal, what do you do for your cable management? Because so far the best thing I've seen would be to take actual wire shelving, um, the flat kind. Yeah. And then all you have to do is use like, uh, what are those zip ties ties, and and cup hook, uh, screws. So that way Mm -hmm. you can easily loop them, take the loops off and add something else or new, but then you just trap them up under that. And it seems like the lowest costing option that would do exactly what I need, which is give me wider space to just hang all this crap. What do you do? Do you you just have wires going everywhere like I do? Uh, I use uh, uh, two things, Uh, zip ties because they're cheap and you can get them, you know, a a pack of like 500 for six dollars. Um, and then I'm just all, whenever I change, I cut them and put a new one on. Or uh, I I love uh, the the um, Velcro uh, cable wraps. Oh, well, I like, know exactly what you're talking about. I'm yeah. not going to do it, but I could reach over the monitor right now. They're around one of the posts on one of these monitor lifts. Yeah, and, and you can get those. And again, those are fairly affordable, and you can get them in in quite a long length. Um, and so you can just run everything through there, wrap it up. And it's just like having one cable everywhere. Yeah. I just, I need to do something because, uh, recently, and I'm ashamed to admit this, I purged like three black garbage bags full of garbage out of the office here. Doesn't it feel good? It does. But then you're like, how did I get here? But then you realize, oh, there's a lot of boxes from Christmas (laughs) and stuff from Christmas. Because naturally when you're trying to get things in the house, but away from eyes, you're just going to quickly shove it in the first place that's possible which in more for me so true that's my office so that's so true white guy problems listen to this guy bitching about his uh, extra bedroom that he's using having extra space and stuff yeah what a prick um but anyway (laughs) even at its cleanest though after i did all that i still got to look at all the wiring that's involved here because naturally it even when you try and run it clean it starts getting messy yep no it's true and And, then and then any change means you have to do it all over again yeah and and i'm almost at that point because it it was like i put everything together and that was probably in a rush to add in the old big mixer here and all that jazz and and i just need to come up with a better way to to store these uh, suckers because yeah i need it to be manageable but i also need to make sure i'm not terrified if my toddler comes in the room and decides to dive under the desk i don't want her son to leave to be suspended in a spider web of terrifying cables (laughs) And it's also never an easy discussion trying to to convince my wife that the majority of these are audio cables and not a fire hazard. Yep. Uh, yes. Because well, and that's and that's a whole other thing too that I run into a problem of. And it, had I the space and the money, what I would do um, is is to have a uh, uh, a mechanics toolbox that I with you know with the shelves that I could then put all my different cables in. Um, 
because I've just got so many different because you you never know what you're going to need or what you what what you want or so you've got a bazillion different whys and and you know a, a ten different configurations of three point five millimeter to RCA and RCA to quarter inch like dude just, I've got a just million start, of these just things start with everywhere a, just start with a large tackle box man yeah a tack, maybe a tackle box would be the way to go yeah, yeah just get you know you can pick them up Home Depot five ninety nine ten ninety nine on sale. And then just uh, maybe start out with that. I should take my own advice because, uh, <laughs> okay, this all this is what we'll close on because I kind of I mentioned about it on Twitter and and actually believe it or not there were like two questions. I was shocked. Yeah. Um, a very long story short. Uh, way way back late nineties. Uh, I did this uh, live show. Oh look, huh, here we are. Uh, years later. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty years later, he's doing this. Back again. Uh, but I was doing a live show from my home, like 90 minutes a night, Monday through Friday, and, and somehow got paid to do it. Uh, best of all, there was this device called the Trinity, which was a full broadcast D1 grade switcher inside of a big box that would be able to do all the graphics uh, processing power and everything needed to run this thing. And then it would just interact with a communications board in your computer. So it right. was like the world, it's the world's largest and loudest dongle because it's got like six <laughs> broadsides fans. And uh -huh. I mean, it's just, it's vicious. But, uh, you know, I, I just on a lark, I'm looking at things because I got a piece of equipment I need to test and it's, it's for broadcasting to Facebook Live. And I'm like, well, what's the most effective way to get a signal into this? Which actually it turns out with the right adapter, it's just with a camera. But, you know, if yeah. I wanted to play with it to also broadcast us on Facebook, then I need to have a, a switching video source. I'm able to very conveniently and easily get away with the open broadcast software that we're using now. But it is purely software based, so it doesn't really have a like a a, a preview out, as it were. I, okay, you know, and you know, the closest I could probably come would be trying to run this to an external monitor and then feed that into the as the external monitor to the to the device and hoping it's framed right or making right. it framed horrible like this. Long story short, just on a lark. Uh, too late. Uh, but on a lark, I decided <laughs> to look up the company that bought that technology, which is Global Streams. And now that company is basically it went through a big life cycle and now it's kind of on a downturn and it's been bought by one of the employees. And and the previous software upgrade, I think, was like uh, it was a lot of money. And, and basically now if I had a yard sale, I could get the money to upgrade the software only thing. Uh -huh. And so I wanted to bring that in. So that meant two things. One, do I still have a functioning computer that could power it? Um, it powered up. Other than that, I don't know because I don't have a keyboard and mouse that will actually work with it. <laughs> right. Because it's like, a, what is that, uh, that PS2 connector? Yep. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm actually, knowing me, there's probably still one in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my wife. Um so I found that and it did power up. So and I, I got a video signal, so it may work, which, by the way, I think that might be where all of radio askew is ah, speaking of moving okay. servers. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing I had to do was to find um, some SDI cables that all this stuff connects with. So I went to the there is a plastic storage container in the garage that had these. And I distinctly remember some point before one of the moves 
where I had everything neatly wound up and maybe even some in baggies. And instead, I basically pulled out the same jumble of cables that that Rusty does in Christmas Vacation when he holds up the... <laughs> I mean, it was just like cables One on... Case, yeah. Just like, oh my God, how did this get to this? But I get it though, because I like even now in order to do this and record the program, I had to push away all the other cables that I have found around the room while I was throwing away the garbage. I'm a I'm a pig, Trent. I guess that's. <laughs> it's not. I mean, you, look, Aren't you, we all? Your sh- no, your shelves look organized. You got all those figures on back there now. <laughs> I mean, it looks like you got your stuff together. And me, I'm like literally, I had to get rid of garbage because I had a path, and I'm like, this is how hoarding starts. Yeah, this is this is where it all begins. It's well, that's what you think, but then my wife will point out that we've never had a clean garage, so really, that's where it starts. <laughs> Apparently, now that I've got a place that I sit in more frequently, I'm starting to bring it in here. So yeah, it just it just been moved. I think it's finally time to get beyond uh, chapter one of the uh, the art of tidying. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, get get through it. It helps. It helps. It maybe it'll finally get me. I mean, like seriously, I, it, and tell me this doesn't sound like hoarding behavior. Uh, the Nexus Six P Android phone that I don't use anymore. I've uh-huh. now effectively sat on it so long, intending to put it on eBay, that I I have more than lost half the value I would have gotten if I had taken action. <laughs> all right. And and literally too, I could even do things like, hey, here's a here's a, a Google Glass. It's hanging up right there. It's an old one. Yeah. Yeah. It had to have it 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 got what they call foiled, so it's got an alternative method. But it still works. Somebody it's still a thing, yeah. Put it on I mean it's just like I, it's it's getting me nothing here. Nothing. <laughs> but if I would just like put the shit on eBay or even, yeah. or even maybe we could get listeners if I offer to give away a like. Who wouldn't? What you can get Google Glass just by listening to Netheads? Like, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, still unclear why, but okay, <laughs> you know what I sure. mean. It's a thing. <laughs> and believe me, I have enough restored units around here. I could probably get away with that one two or three times. So yeah, you're fine. I mean, what would you? Would do you think that would draw people in if they knew that they could effectively get an old piece of my crap from uh, like every show we we pick one item, right? <laughs> it's like okay, like and here you don't believe me? Look here, uh, it's an iPhone four. There we go. That could be a piece yep. of crap you could get from here. Uh, I, I even have a an old uh, credit card imprinting machine. If you want a, one of those, I mean, yeah. we could we could really make this into a, a thing. It could be the yeah. uh, the the get it cheap from the trash heap or something i don't know (laughs) (coughs) but man that could be a thing anyway we've we've talked unless there's anything else you got to say i think we should pull the ripcord and get out of this sucker as fast as possible i'm good i think i'm good let's get out of it like we slipped into political talk how's that sound (laughs) when in doubt pull out indeed so until next time folks my name is will i'm trent and uh we'll be back soon This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir... Only at Smodcast.com. Man, you got that down. I mean, like, literally, you're matching each one. Dude, I, I, I love the... Ah, ah.
Yeah, whatever. It is. Don't let's not get into the tap hot debate. Bad enough we brought up that whole guacamole thing that backfired horribly. Oh uh, yeah. I, I, well, I, some, sometimes it'll backfire down both legs. I can, apparently so. I got to <laughs> tell you though, I, and I'm I'm not kidding, man. It, it, seriously, it, it may seem like one of the silliest things you've brought up on the show. But you really did make my viewing pleasure of Star Wars movies greater because it's just simply <laughs> space wizards. Space wizards, dude. I you mean, because a wizard space did it. Because a wizard, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no difference. And at that point, you're just like, ah, it's a movie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yep. let's, let's put the anger aside. Let it go, yeah. folks. Let's put the anger aside and think that this is, this is a nod to... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and this is the Star Wars version of Look at me, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! <laughs> Never even thought of that. Not once. First thing that came to mind. Oh. She's floating through the air. It's just like, look at me, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! Oh, well, it's kind of interesting. I don't know, though. Mm-hmm. Part Partway mid-flight, I felt bad, because in the back of my head, I suddenly Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Star Wars. Exactly. Space wizards. Yeah. 